So you're listening to Irish Radio Canada's Home and Abroad, and uh, we are learning about the relationship of Bridget to Ireland and all the different areas. And we're in Kildare, and we will be going to Vancouver, but we're in County Louth now, because Bridget of Fahard uh, is also being celebrated. Dolores Whelan is here with me. Dolores, thanks a million for coming along. Um, you're so welcome. Delighted to be here. The Louth connection, I wasn't, uh, like I always took Bridget to Kildare, but tell me about the Louth connection. Well, you see, the thing about it is uh, Bridget of Forhard, Bridget was born in Forhard. That's the, that's not just the story. There's a lot of evidence to that. And actually, interestingly, in 1934, there was a major celebration of Bridget of Forhard when 10,000 people came from all over Ireland to Forhard. And it was an extraordinary experience. I wasn't here. I'm not that old. But um, but anyway, but in, in recent times, certainly Kildare is 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 more in the in in the limelight. But we started the festival in 2007, and we have run it every year since then. Small, modest, and very significant. And um, one of the things that I was involved in setting up was with Karen Ward, who's also um, involved in Kildare. But we set up a pilgrimage walk. From Fahad to Kildare in 2013, we walked the 150 kilometres over eight or nine days, um, visiting all the sacred places on the way down. So that was a really amazing connection between uh, Fahad and Kildare. But the Bridget of Fahad Festival focuses on Bridget as both um, Christian saint and um, and um, Christian saint and early goddess, Celtic goddess, and um, the relationship between those two things, because one evolved into the other, as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so in Ireland, in the 5th, 6th century, we had um, the early, we had the Celtic tradition. And when Christianity came to Ireland, it merged in a very beautiful way and formed what was known as Celtic spirituality. That is something that I've been studying for many, many years, in fact, many decades, because it is very, very viscerally here in Ireland and because we still have huge connection with the land, with the holy wells, with the sacred places. And yesterday now we we were doing an interview with a local radio station and we went and we spent about an hour at Fahard in the different parts of Fahard. And it's a very beautiful and very, very tranquil and healing place. And, uh, you know, there are many, many stories about Fahard. It's also in the northeast of the country, which is significant. Because Imbolc, which is a festival, one of the eight Celtic festivals that we celebrate, on the 1st of February, is also on the northeast of the Celtic Wheel. So I think that that's very significant, that Fahard is on the northeast of the country and Imbolc is on the northeast of the Celtic Wheel, which celebrates the eight seasons. Um, so, yeah, maybe what what other things? Well, I think what is also very significant is that... Um, the importance of bridges is not just a day and oh, no, I, I discussed I discussed this with some of our other guests that it has evolved into being a week of um, commemoration celebration, celebration and in order that and it highlights how important she was 
Yes. Well, we have um, we have a whole week of celebrations as well. The most important thing, I think, one of the important things about Bridget is that she holds the energy of the divine feminine within the Irish tradition. And I remember oh, many, many years ago, um, I think it was Father Sean O'Din, who was one of my great teachers. And one of his statements was, God is good and he has a great mother. And mother, Bridget is often known as Marina Gale, Mary of the Irish. And she has that very different energy than Patrick, not better, not worse, but very much that maternal energy. And Bridget exists in, is thought to exist in three different forms. The maiden, which we celebrate at Imbolc, at La Ela Brida, and the mother energy, which we celebrate in the summertime, and the Kalyak, or the winter hag, which we celebrate from Samhain till Imbolc. So those are three different aspects of the divine feminine, which is hugely important for us to know about and to integrate into how we live. Because, yes, you said we have a week of celebrations, and that's wonderful. But what's really important is that we learn how to embody the qualities that Bridget actually held and which she would love us to embody. Because I don't I'm not really interested in looking back at people who are holy for for the sake of that. I'm looking back to see what can I absorb into my life right now from those people who lived before, because it's the qualities that Bridget holds that are really, really important. Her quality of generosity, of kindness, of a connection with the land, um, of um, the, 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 the beautiful, um, let me see, the beautiful spirituality that's woven into our everyday lives. And all of that is hugely important. Yeah. I mean, when you mention spirituality and uh, and Celtic spirituality, mm-hmm. and there's a recognition that there is Celtic spirituality is yes. is uh, something. Uh, we live in a, a climate where there is a lot of scepticism, doubt, materialism, all sorts of other things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess it's particularly relevant that a festival that is focusing on spirituality is there as a focal point. Mm -hmm. Mm. I think so too, because as you say, we're living in a world that's becoming increasingly secular and increasingly unhappy. And I think that we need to understand that we are primarily spiritual beings. Where spiritual beings having a human experience is how Teilhard de Chardin mentioned this. Yeah, and we're not human beings. We are, you know, human beings having a spiritual experience or spiritual beings having a human experience. But we are essentially spiritual. And when that aspect of our being is not being nurtured, then we are the less full or the less whole because of that. And our world, as you say, is very secular. It's very alien, alienated in many ways, away from spirituality. But I think it's alienated away more from religious and, and religions rather than spirituality because we are essentially spiritual beings. Indeed. Yes. Dolores, I notice you have a uh, port in residence and uh, Siobhan McMahon is yes. here with us and Siobhan is going to share some of her uh, work uh, that she will be sharing at the festival and she also yes. understood she'll be telling us about what she's going to be doing uh, mm-hmm. as part of the programme. Um, if you want to find out more on what's going on, your website is Bridget, that's B-R-I-G-I-D of 
F-A-U-G-H-A-R-T dot I-E. And I know you have a full schedule up there. And um, Dolores, I'll switch over and I'll have a chat now with uh, Siobhan. Siobhan McMahon is the poet in residence for uh, Fahart. And uh, Siobhan is going to read. No, it's lovely to be on on the programme. Thank you for asking us. Um, So this is um, it's a poem called Message from Bridget. So it's in the voice of Bridget. And um, it's the very end of a very kind of a new, uh, long, what I'm calling a visionary poem that I'm bringing to the festival this year, all in the voice of Bridget. Tell me about being poet in residence. Well, I've been um, coming up to the Bridget of Hoheart Festival probably for about five or six years now. Um, they invited me uh, and originally, and then they keep inviting me, which has been wonderful. And um, so this year I'm a little bit more involved because I've actually moved back to Dublin after 30-odd years living in the UK. So that's been a delight to move back. We moved back in December. but So I'm helping out a little bit just, you know... Um, uh, with the festival and port in residence, I'm um, I've given workshops in other years. Uh, this year, I'm bringing this piece, as I say, which is kind of uh, it's slightly participatory insofar as it's a very very long form. It's an it's half an hour really, and um, but there's going to be um, we're going to create a mandala like altar to Bridget to, to begin, and then another um, writer is was also um, very involved in the kind of uh, druid. Um, ceremonies over here. She's going to be opening for the four directions as well and calling in Bridget and evoking Bridget and we're going to be doing um, a little bit of Kirtan singing throughout it which is, you know, it's that it's the, it's ancient, it's actually comes, it's Hindu but it's um, Kirtan meaning to sing the name of the divine so we're going to do a little bit of Kirtan singing throughout it and it's really like an, an evoking of the spirit of Bridget to be amongst us through through poetry and singing um and uh, so I'll be doing that. And I'm um, also going, I was also at the launch doing a poem there and just being part of it. And perhaps we'll develop something longer throughout the year. Um, okay. which, uh, but we're, we're, we're kind of working on that. OK, so over to you. OK, so this one is called Message from Bridget. Message from Bridget to the keepers of her flame. I know how far you have come. And at first you will speak in a language outside the margins of knowing. Your words will fall on deaf ears and you will feel alone. But be not afraid. Generations have walked this path before you, clearing the way with their bare hands. They have left the memory of my name in stone and bog and soil. Look, there are thousands upon thousands of them lining the path home. And now is the time to remember the eternal prayer of your belonging. Step off into the darkness and there will be nothing but your loveliness illuminating the path home. For you carry the resurrection in your body. It was there all along waiting for you to remember. This is your holy work. And I bring a new language where there is no word for fear, where love has a thousand, thousand names spoken in a thousand wild tongues, all singing at the same time. Jai Shri Ma, Bridget, Bridget Ma, Jai Shri Ma, Jai Shri Ma, Bridget, Bridget Ma, Jai Shri Ma. Javon, what, what drew you to Bridget? 
Well, I think um, Bridget kind of drew me to her. I went, um, I don't know, about maybe eight years ago, I went, maybe a bit less, I went on a Bridget pilgrimage, which um, there's a, a new Bridget pilgrimage in Ireland. It's the only pilgrimage that's in, in, a, in the name of, a, of a, a female saint as opposed to a, a male saint. And Dolores Whelan, um, one of the founders of the Bridget Festival, she was also the co-founder of of the pilgrimage way and I met her on that and that was one of the things Bridget came in but it just seemed she just seemed to be there in my life I didn't go looking for her I think she must have come looking for me um, and she seemed to be really very much returning to the consciousness and the awareness of people of Ireland particularly um, at the moment particularly and, and kind of returning to the land both as goddess and as saint because the two are kind of like a continuum really um, but she's an extraordinary, the saint is an extraordinary, wonderful, amazingly powerful and interesting woman. And of course, the goddess as well is. And yeah, it, I suppose for me, it's, it's uh, like ma- it's a manifestation of the sacred feminine within our own knowing and culture, really, here in Ireland. And um, what intrigues me a little is that given that you were, as you say, you were over in the UK for 35 years. That you retained or that you maintained this strength and the, the, the value and the importance of Bridget never left you. Yeah, it, it feels, I suppose, I, a lot of my work. I mean, I, I didn't intend to be a poet either. I was an architect originally. Um, and then I, anyway, a long story, but, um, I eventually became a poet about 25 years ago. And, um, a lot of my work has been about, um, the reclamation of the sacred feminine and um, finding my way towards that. And, and, and in the beginning, an undoing of all sort of patriarchal upbringing I was brought up with, really, uh, and the patriarchal religion I was brought up with. Um, and uh, Bridget has been part of that. So, you know, we have such an extraordinary wealth of extraordinary um, Irish goddesses from Ireland. I knew nothing about when I left Ireland. And it was when I left and started writing that they seemed to kind of enter through my consciousness that I had to find out about them and then they became part of it. So yeah, we have a pantheon of amazing the powerful goddesses in this country. But Siobhan, uh, we'll continue the conversation and with back with Dolores and um, I know that I'm, there's so much going on around Ireland uh, that it's fantastic uh, that not just Ireland but how Del- um, Bridget the story of Bridget and the Irish connection to Bridget is now permeating the world. It is. It is. It feels like, do you know what it feels like to me? It feels like you're back in the dark ages and it was the Irish, wasn't it, that kind of brought the light to Europe. And it feels in a sense as if she's really re-emerging here and as if all our very, our indigenous knowing here, you know, because we have so many sacred sites as well, don't we, you know. And it feels like that was a real re-emergence of that and, a, and an honouring of that and a kind of an understanding of of that and, and the power and the beauty of that for, you know, bringing us back into a, into balance in the world, you know. Dolores Whelan, Siobhan McMahon, thank you both very much indeed.